Welcome back. Episode 8 of the review and preview of my 21 user game podcast. Um, today's episode will be a review of my loss to Justice in the football team. Rough loss. Um, then after that, we preview in my game against my old squad in the Dallas Cowboys. Will I cry in the review segment? Probably. Will I cry in the preview segment too? Probably. But, uh, might as well get into it, get this over with. Stay tuned. This is Nick Arnold, and you're listening to ML21's number one podcast, Barbershop Talk with Drew. Here's your host, Drew! to the Madden 21 God, Nick Arnold. As usual, appreciate that intro. <laughs> um, welcome back. Episode 8, Review and Preview Pod. Coming in after this big loss to Justin, uh, we'll go over the score in the game here in a little bit. Game made me sad, but hey, the grind continues. Um, probably going to be doing another Other Guys Pod here coming in soon probably recording sometime this week possibly another uh guest in there another longtime member gonna share their thoughts for the first time ever um shout out to dave and ty for their pod as well had a great episode last time i think they'll probably be doing another one here shortly um it's great getting all this content now we have a lot of content going right now with the power rankings and a lot of these uh Draft breakdowns and free agency for next year breakdowns is awesome. We're in the we're in the the heat of it all now, and we're all starting to actually get some in. It's great. Um, check your DMs for me, guys. I might be asking for a few things for the pod if you have the time. It's nothing too hard, nothing too uh, difficult. Just five to ten minutes, sometimes even thirty seconds of just something silly. But uh, yeah, if you want to have, ever have anything to do with the pod or something you need to quick or just want to do something, just let me know. I'm always looking for uh, looking for some more help or for some uh, guests, or for some uh, breakdowns of some teams if you want to do anything. But uh, yeah, let's get into this this loss. This loss to a team without a name, which is even rougher. But on the bright side, to a loss, this team is one of the better teams in the league. I currently think, I think they're currently maybe the best team in the NFC right now. I might be wrong, but if they're not best, they're second best. But I'm pretty sure they're best. One loss is on the record. I think that loss might have been the tie also. I probably should have done more research, but um shout out to you, Justin. Justix. I like calling you Justix more. Uh that was a great game. Great, efficient, nearly perfect football game. Um well, let's just get into it. Uh Haskins was basically perfect in this game. Dwayne Haskins Jr. Um I it was just a, honestly, just a well-run offensive football game. He would run the ball first and second down, get about three or four yards each play. It'd be third down, and if he didn't do a run, he would do a, a short pass that would free his receivers up to make some moves, and he would pick up the first down. Not wasn't too flashy, wasn't a lot of big plays, just a lot of little, little tiny plays, dink and dunking me down the field. And when we get down to a little bit later in this pod, when we talk more about kind of the team stats and the game summary, we'll get into 
what I think the big difference, but what I think the big uh, standout stat was, but uh, a little preview on that, I guess, is the big standout stat was the time possession. He had the ball, I felt like, the entire football game. And uh, I guess we can just get into it. He had it for double my time possession. I had the ball for nine minutes. He had the ball for 18 minutes. So, I mean, the fact that I kept the game as close as I did without having the ball shows that the touchdowns I scored were off of big plays, not necessarily long drives. And if we go back to the re- the preview of this game, the preview pod, I, I one of my main top choices or top, uh, my top, uh, what do I call them? keys to winning is maintaining long drives and I would I think for my first two plays of the game were 75 yard touchdown runs with Tevin Coleman I think the first play he had Tevin Coleman had was a touchdown run and I think the second play on the second drive was a touchdown run so I mean that's cool and that's a big playish but you'd like to you'd like to see the you'd like to see the team have the ball a little bit more so they don't have the ball as much but losing to losing to the football team is a tough loss just because I'm also a cowboy fan but it this season they're having a great year and anybody who beats them is going to have to come with their A game so good luck in that NFC East jock I'm kind of glad I'm out of it now um his inside runs would just eat me up about four yards of carry on first and second down and I had to even switch to the four six pretty early on just to try to stay uh in front of it and I don't even know if that was beneficial or not I might have probably stayed in the three four and it gave me a little bit more of a shot, but I'm quick to pull the trigger just because I'm new with it. Um, it was it was it was rough because he would he would come out of within three wide receiver sets, and that's when those sets were, depending on the down, I'll I'll come out of my base or I'll come out in a nickel. If it's maybe a second down, they come out with three wide receivers, but he would run the ball successfully. I had those three wide receiver sets, very similar similarly to how he ran with a. Uh, Gibson in last year's Madden with just the inside zones and inside runs as opposed to tosses and stretches and he would his running backs would get through it was was pretty impressive uh this year his running backs are Antonio Gibson and Darius Guy so we got a little shifty guy and a little power guy and they they were handling the business that's for sure Uh, my defense was pretty strong. I mean, I'm not too disappointed in them. I wish I could have maybe caused some turnovers or some stops, but it was just just getting, you know, 12, 13 yards every four plays, and that's just enough for a first over and over and over. And we held them pretty good in the red zone even. I think we stopped them maybe twice or once or twice in the red zone, and but it just it just still wasn't enough. Um We'll go over the medalist now for the team just because I'm getting sad. <laughs> but uh, for me, for the 49ers, it was one of those tougher games where I had a lot of guys who had decent numbers, but none that really had numbers that were just wow numbers. Tevin Coleman, I guess, nine carries, 186 yards. It's pretty nice, two touchdowns, but he led the team in carries with nine, and, I mean, I didn't have the ball. Every time he touched the ball... Apparently, it got 20 yards of carry. I just didn't have it enough times to uh, to do that. Quan Alexander was on the field basically the entire game. He got 11 tackles. That's more from just being on the field so much. No forced fumbles, no interceptions, no tackles for losses, just 11 tackles. Something that needs to be uh, fixed for next week, that's for sure. We need to get a little bit more uh, 
turnovers on the defensive side of the ball. Um, so silver medalist goes to him, Quan Alexander, 11 tackles. Um, bronze, I'm going to go with my O-line. They had 250 yards rushing. I didn't feel um, a lot of pressure all game. I, I think they had maybe one or two sacks, but that was just me trying to make a deep play happen when they really shouldn't have. Um, 250 rushing yards was a strong defense. Um, most most are averaged about 10 yards a carry. As I said earlier, Tevin Coleman averaged 20. Um, John Franklin the third had a long run. I really want to get him featured a little bit more in the game. Every game he's had about one carry, and that one carry has been about 15 yards. So I'd like to get him maybe in there a little bit more now. Um, and then the hurry back award is going to go to middle linebacker Fred Warner. I I just I just miss him. I just straight up miss miss him, I guess. <laughs> But he'll be back in two weeks for Ty, at least. I'll, I don't have to worry about him for the CPU game. It's not that big of a deal. But he'll be back for the game against Ty and the Cardinals when it matters the most. Um, as for the football team, for their medals, um, I gave a gold medal to a quarterback, Dwayne Haskins. He went 15 for 16, 177 yards passing and two touchdowns. Um, it's about 10 yards a pass, which is... What I would say he basically did, he would get the drag, get the dump off, and then he would get the first down, and then be enough. Um, not a lot of yardage or incompletions or chances for picks. Just short passes and safe throws and very efficient game. Um, silver medalist, I went to Darius Geis. Could have probably gone either way with these running backs for silver and bronze, but I went Darius Geis because he had less carries. Um, seven carries, 101 yards, one touchdown. He's just big power back, and he busted one pretty long one on me as well. Um, bronze medal goes to Antonio Gibson, who had 17 carries for 109 yards. He really uh, was just efficient, about four or five yards carry. Just no matter what, he would uh, he would get through, and it was pretty just just consistent. Um, and then the every third down award. Every, excuse my language, Dave, GD third down, every freaking third down, Terry McLaurin would catch a pass. I swear to God. It was three catches for 70 yards, but I swear those three catches were the most convenient third down catches in the world. Um, but yeah, Terry McLaurin. <laughs> three catches, 70 yards. 70 yards. All basically on the third down. Um... I went for 311 yards altogether, and about 200 and so were all rushing yards. I could not get my pass game going, but I really was not on the field much to get it going, as we'll get into in a second. Uh, 413 yards allowed, very slowly, very deliberately, very efficiently gained against me. Um, this is a very well-played game by Justice. He's one of the better users in the league now. I think uh, after this file, the power rankings might be a little bit different or after this season. Um, 100% in the red zone for me, which feels pretty good. It's where I've been most successful this season is when I get down to the red zone, I almost automatically score something. So it's something I can build off of. Um, but the big thing to take away from this game really is the time, time of possession. I only had the ball for nine minutes compared to his 18. And there's, unless you're scoring on one play drives every single time, there's almost no situation where that's going to be a good thing. Um... But yeah, I really need to work on getting those drives a little bit longer and making sure that I uh, 
don't turn the ball over and I don't uh, have to punt it so much. And I, what I think I need to do maybe for these next few weeks is uh, rely on the run a little bit more. Uh, don't be afraid to run the ball first, second, and third down if it's been working. And uh, don't be afraid to go for it on fourth. I'm one of the guys who goes for it the least, I feel like, on fourth down. So we might look out for that a little bit more. But uh, that's enough of that game. It's a rough one. Niners lose 35-21. We're back, though. Stick with us. What is going on, everybody? This is Jock, owner and general manager of the New York Giants, featuring Danny Dimes and Dem Boys, and you're listening to Barbershop Talk. Alright, we are back. My nose keeps running, so forgive me for this segment if I sniffle a little bit. I'm in this closet and back here recording. I don't know if it's dusty or if it's just the allergies, but what? But my nose is running now. <laughs> Guess that's TMI. Who cares? All right. So I'm going up against the Cowboys, my squad, my real-life team, my former team, the team I have the most history with in ML20. I've been there, I think, for two straight Madden files. And uh, this year I started out with them and just couldn't. I don't know, I just didn't, I don't know, if I would have stuck with him, I honestly probably would not have continued to play, because I just didn't feel any drive, or any love, or any connection, or any just, I don't know, I just got kind of complacent, so, it's going to be a little bit different, but moving to the Niners, I think, was the best decision, because it kind of reinvigorated me, I don't know if I'd be doing this pod if I was with the Cowboys, I don't know if I would be even, I don't know, it just kind of, it, re, it reinvigorated me. Brought back the mojo, I feel like, a little bit, even though I just lost. So, who knows? Um, but hopefully it's a redemption game. Hopefully I can come out and uh, put a hurt into my old team. Maybe as a little bit of a a little bit of a, a payback for what they did to me emotionally and for how they've been handling this season in real life. Um, definitely going to be hard, though, to be San Francisco in a San Francisco versus Dallas game when, I mean... I like the Niners in real life a little bit, but the San Francisco-Dallas rivalry in the 90s was pretty crazy, and I remember that's kind of what I grew up on a little bit, but uh, Dallas is going to be a pretty good CPU team. They got good CPU users, good superstars that are computer playable players, um, and they honestly have some pretty good stats for a user team, or for a computer team. They have the second highest yard per games, yards per game as a computer team. Um, they're very pass-happy, and they just have tons of weapons for the computer. Like, tons. Um, some of the, the Cowboys players that, and stats that you should know are kind of no, nobody that is, nobody surprises. Like, none of these guys are guys you're going to be like, oh, I don't know, he was doing so good. But, uh, excuse me, Z- uh, Dak Prescott is currently at 70% completion percentage with 3,000 yards, 23 touchdowns, and 15 picks. So that tells me he's going to probably be dink and dunking me down the field the whole entire time and... Might throw a few mistakes, might throw a few interceptions, but it's going to be tough. I don't know how many of those picks are mine or how many of them are his, but 
Not that not that many touchdowns were mine, that's for sure. Um Zeke right now is at eight hundred and ninety six yards a carry, or eight hundred and ninety six yards in a season with five point seven yards per carry. Almost almost nine hundred yards and nine touchdowns. He's also has thirty nine broken tackles. So it's gonna be a game where I either have to go aggressive tackle against him and see if he'll the the computer will just juke me out of my socks or conservative tackle and let him fall forward for an extra four yards. Because we'll get into his abilities in a little bit, but he has the one that lets you fall forward almost every time you tackle him. Um, Amari Cooper is at 1,000 yards already on the season with 67 catches. He's clearly the main target for Dak. Uh, Taylor Gabriel has a pretty good season. And uh, CeeDee Lamb was doing okay, but I think most of CeeDee Lamb's numbers are from me when I played with him. Because it's been mainly just Amari Cooper. Nine touchdowns. Or... Uh, not sorry, I read the wrong stat. Sixty-seven catches. He's just the he's just the guy. Um, they also have Patrick Peterson and Taylor Gabriel, which aren't usual Cowboys. But I traded for Patrick Peterson with Ty before I left, and uh, signed Taylor Gabriel as well. So I have to watch out for that speed, and I have to make sure that uh, I avoid Patrick Peterson a little bit. He has five picks, and he has I think the highest catching of any corner in the league. So it's. He'll make the spec catch, the spectacular catch, and he'll uh, he'll lock down pretty well. He's not the fastest as, as he used to be, but he's still a pretty good lockdown corner. Um, and then on that defense, I also need to make sure I'm aware of where Jalen Smith is. He's not the same as like a Bobby Wagner with Enforcer and stuff, but he does have 91 hit power, and he's very fast. So the computer's going to use the attack, the hit power, the hit stick, and I also have to kind of know where he's at on the field at all times because. I remember using him, and he the computer with him hit sticks a lot, a whole lot. Um, but yeah. So that's one of the things he's one of the things to avoid as well. So his hit power is one of the things to avoid. We'll get into some of those things. Um, I definitely need to avoid turnovers. Um, I guess the computer that's kind of that's a computer automatic win there if you just keep turning the ball over to them because they're not going to make the mistakes that you make. Um, and and not making those mistakes, I need to avoid trying to be too flashy in this game and, you know, go for bombs and stuff. I need to just have long, sustained drives and just try to, you know, treat treat this as serious as possible. And I need to make sure I'm not just getting bored and trying to throw a bomb or trying to throw a reverse or a jet pass or trying to get a challenge or something like that. I need to just win the game. I should have just win the game and score as many points as possible. Um, I need to avoid being dink and duck, like I said earlier, with Dak. I can't let the five-yard passes be a consistent thing where he can get them every single time he wants them. Um, and especially those safe passes to Amari Cooper and Dregs to Gabriel. I can't let the Dregs kill me again this weekend. Taylor Gabriel is a prime candidate to do that. Um, I can just picture him doing a drag and, and uh, Amari Cooper doing an in and just being a perfect combination. But... Um, as for winning the game, which is what I'm going to do, I need to make sure I maintain my compo- my composure and just beat the shit out of the computer. Sorry, Dave, for cussing, but I just need to beat the computer bad. Uh, I need to make sure Jimmy G stays mistake-free. I need to uh, make sure that I'm not making dumb decisions and just get myself out of the game and all of a sudden looking up and it's the fourth quarter and I'm only up by a touchdown when they have the ball. Like I need to make sure... I'm just winning the game in every aspect possible and not even giving them a shot because if you give the computer an inch, they'll take a mile. 
Uh, I need to keep pounding the rock. Coleman and Mostert are both on pace for a thousand yards, which would be pretty cool to me if I could get them both to get a thousand. I don't know if I've ever done that before. Um, and as for pounding the rock, I need to make sure John Franklin is also in, in, in um, engaged in that more. Every time he touches the ball, it seems to get people out of out of their rhythm, and it kind of surprises them. And I only usually do about once a game, but uh, there's no reason I can't I can't do it more times. Or use it as a distraction or use it as a as something else. There's no reason I don't have him have like five carries a game. Um, and also, I just need to make sure I find my comfort on defense. I'm still looking for that user kind of. I'm still looking to figure out how I want to run this defense. And it's not, it's going, it's not, I, I, I expect it to be founded by now. And I definitely have it. But we're getting there. We're getting there. Um, let's move on here and talk a little bit about these X factors on the Cowboys. They have three, um, same as last year, Amari Cooper, Ezekiel Elliott, and Demarcus Lawrence, um, Tank, D-Law. He has unstoppable force, um, which is quicker block shedding when pass rush attempts, when he wins a pass rush attempt. So, uh, it's kind of cool if, if he was a user player, cause that makes him just dominant and pat and running downs and in. Uh, passing downs so when he wins a block shed from uh, on a pass rush move that makes him a better block shedder in the running game as well later on the drive if he's in the zone so that's pretty cool Um, he's a swim move specialist and he also makes the quarterback feel pressure from further away so what that tells me is I need to kind of if I'm going to roll out I need to roll out away from his side and I also need to probably switch around my tackles to maybe make sure that my best tackle is uh on him so that it kind of just cancels each other out so you might see uh me swap around my tackles a little bit um they also have uh running back ezekiel elliott who we all know it has freight train which means that when he gets in the zone he's got an increased chance to break the next tackle um it's really hard to use or really hard to stop when the computer has it um and with I, I'm just going to assume that the computer knows how to use Zeke because in the other Maddens, when I've got rid of Zeke, the computer ran with him pretty well. So He also has Leapfrog. I don't see the computer Leapfrogging that often, but which means he has uh, no fumbles while he's hurling, which is pretty cool as a user, but I don't see the computer Leapfrogging that much. And then I think one of the more important and underrated ones he has is uh, Reach For It, which means he... Uh, he almost always will gain extra yards while he's being tackled. He'll stretch for the ball, stretch the ball out. He'll uh, fall forward. So tackling him at like third, at like three yards is going to be very important because if I tackle him at three, he's going to get to about five. And I mean, that's a lot, but if I tackle him at five, he's going to get to seven. So, you know, it's just, it's rough. Um, they also have wide receiver Amari Cooper who has max security, which is kind of the stupid and one of the main reasons I didn't want to be the Cowboys anymore is his his ability is just so stupid it's high success rate on possession catches like almost everybody catches possession catches no matter what and he just when he gets in the zone his is a higher chance so it's it's kind of cool but it's kind of stupid I can see the computer using it really well though he also has a outside apprentice so he has additional hot routes when he's on the outside which is pretty cool the computer doesn't audible it that much Honestly, so I don't see it being that big of a problem. Um, and then the big one I think is going to be tough is, is he has a route technician. So he makes his breakaway cut when he's running his route 
quicker than anybody else's and gets a little bit extra separation. So I'm going to have to kind of make sure I have somebody over the top of him for if my uh, wide receiver gets burnt. Um, as for superstars, they have three. Left tackle Tyron Smith has all day, which is better protection against uh, block shit attempts. And he has edge protector, which is stronger versus elite rushers. So what I might do is I might put one of my uh, uh, not as good rushes against him just so that it's kind of him against the weak guy and uh, not him taking out my elite rusher, which would be Eric Armstead or D Ford, I guess. Um, they also have quarterback Dak Prescott, that dude who's my dude, who's the, my quarterback. That's my quarterback in real life. He has a anchored extender, which means he breaks most uh, DB sack attempts, but I don't blitz my DBs that often, so it's not that big of a deal. He also has a gutsy scrambler, which means when he's on the run, he's not going to throw a ball inaccurately because of pressure. He's he's fine with that. Um, right guard Zach Martin has a postman, which means he's dominant in a bubble, double team. And he has screen protector, which means he's really good when he's blocking on screen passes. So that's another thing I have to watch out for is uh, the Cowboys running screens. This game is going to be... Got my nose, man. Excuse me, y'all. Um, this game is going to be pretty rough. Emotionally for me. <laughs> Just because they're my team in real life. And I really haven't played the Cowboys in a video game in a long time. I played against them. So, this is a game. So, it'll be alright. Uh, the players to watch out for in this game, though. I'm going to go with uh, running backs Raheem Mostert and Tevin Coleman. One of them is going to have a big game, if not both of them. I'm going to try to pound the rock. I want 2,000-yard rushers, so... Um, it's going to be kind of a run-heavy team this rest of the season, so that would be kind of cool, something to look out for. Uh, DB Richard Sherman, I'm going to try to use him a little bit underneath and maybe in the the flats a little bit more just so I can avoid those drags because I really feel like uh, that might be the thing in this game is drag routes. The way that stretches and uh, RPOs were last year, I think drag routes might be the thing this year. Um, quarterback Jimmy G, I need him to stay efficient and stay just leading the team, just manage the game. I don't really trust him to make the big throws yet, and I don't really have the receivers to make the deep bombs like I like. So we'll see where we're going with this. But uh, I just need him to stay efficient right now. Let him just he- keep handing the ball off and make the right reads on the RPOs and make the right reads on the quick outs, and that's what I need the most. Um, Debo Samuel, wide receiver, I need him to, him to do a little bit more for me. I look for him to maybe get the ball more on drags and on little jet sweeps and stuff like that just to get him the actual ball in space instead of uh, running routes. I said that last week and I didn't really do that well doing it, but uh, look for me to be doing that a little bit harder this week against the Cowboys. Kind of test some things out against the computer. Even though I said I wouldn't do that, I need to you know, figure out what to do to get him involved more. And I need to figure out how to get Kittle back involved in my game. Um... The last few weeks, he's kind of just fallen off the face of a cliff and become just a regular tight end, and he's one of the best in the league, if not the best. So there's no excuse for me not having him over a 1,000 yards receiving almost every single season for how open he gets and for his abilities. So I need to make try to get him back involved in the game. Um, so, yeah, we'll look for him to possibly be back out, split out a little bit more in the slot, maybe even – lined up at fullback every once in a while to see if I can get him out in the open a little bit more. He definitely has fallen off. But 
that that kind of uh, does it for the pod. I really appreciate you guys listening. This one's kind of back to our roots, just kind of no guests, just me talking about my team, talking about my opponents. Um, look for look for other guys' pod here pretty soon. Also, uh, anybody who wants to jump on and do an interview or jumps on and do a breakdown of the, the team, it doesn't have to be a team I'm playing, it can be just any team you want. We can put that on the other guys, we can put that on this pod. Or if you want to just tell a joke or uh, talk a little bit of shit on somebody, hey, just send me a DM. You can do a voice memo and just send it to me and we'll put it on. No big deal. All right. Quick shout outs, though. Shout outs to Obi for being the boy, as usual. Shout out to Just Six for the loss. Uh, every day's a learning game, man. So I'm, I'm learning that the drag is pretty important. I'm learning that I need to utilize it in my game a little bit more. Shout out to Dave, shout out to Ty, you're after Dallas, man, you're next, so be ready for that, and uh, shout out to everybody else, I appreciate you guys, thanks for listening, stay tuned for a new podcast here coming soon, don't forget to like and subscribe on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts, see you next week.